Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, and welcome to the Whispering Woods podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Toby. And this is episode number 21. This episode is all about... Duppies. It is. Do you know what duppies are? Nope. Okay, they are sort of Caribbean or Jamaican ghosts. Mm. Okay, so we're going to explore that topic today. But first of all, I want to start off and tell you what happened to me the other night. Okay? Okay. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. So, Rog said to me on text, I think it was Saturn, it's close to the moon, there's going to be an occult. So I text back, what is an occult? Never heard of it. Well, I have, but not in the sense of space. Um, and apparently it's when the planet goes in front of the moon. But anyway, so I went to have a look, even though Roger's already said we've got no chance of seeing it in this country. So I have the dressing gown on. thought I'd just pop out and have a little look. It's nice and clear out there. I was looking at the stars. I see loads, actually, this night. It's lovely. And then all of a sudden, something shot past in the sky, right? At first, I thought it was a shooting star. Mm. There's also a meteor passing by as well. Right? And it wasn't. And it was really fast, and it kind of looked like it was flapping. And then it kind of just disintegrated or disappeared. And I've no idea what it was. If I was to say, because I am a believer in all magical things, what it looked like, it looked like a fairy, right? Up Mm. in the sky. Glowing, flapping... And then disappeared. And it mm. didn't really, it gave me the right willies. So I came inside. <laughs> I came inside and then I started worrying about you because you were still out. So I was going to come out and find you with my dressing gown on and my, you know, my furry slippers. I thought, no, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. I t- but, but the thing is, when I came back inside, I could then hear the owl again. Mm. What time was it? It would have been before nine, because you came in about nine. 
probably about half eight. I was just waiting, waiting for you to come home so I could go to bed. That's how I roll. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> in bed by half nine. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, that's quite weird. What do you think it was? No idea. I really don't either. I think I'm going for fairy. Fair enough. Yeah. So you said something happened to you the other night. Yeah, I was walking up the hill mm-hmm. and uh, I turn around and I hear footsteps and I, and I see someone that looks exactly like you. I wearing the same trench coat as you and right. they were wearing their glasses with their beanie. And I was looking up and I was like, oh. mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. I just turned around. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to keep looking and it was her. She notices me. And so it's like my doppelganger. Do you know what a doppelganger is? Yeah. Yeah, like my double. That's freaky, isn't it? I used to get it a, wo- a lot, actually, because I think I've got one of those really familiar faces. Mm. That people say, oh, you really look like my cousin. Oh, you really look like... Oh, I thought I saw you the other day and say, mm. I've got a review to read. This one is from Griffey, A+. If scary can be charming and delightful, then these two have done it. It very enjoyable and quite spooky. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Thank you. Oh, I love charming. <laughs> right, and mine is from BLRS79. Sweet and scary. I love any podcast about paranormal, and this is no exception. The narrator's voices are nice and soothing, and I learned new things, despite hearing the same legends over and over from so many podcasts. And the rapport between mother and son is so sweet. Good job and carry on. Oh, thank you so much, both of you. I love, I love it. Because do you know what? Because I get quite insecure about putting us out there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah? Because it, it's like, I'm not that confident. And you're not really that confident, are you? Mm. So when I read these, I, they make me smile. It's just like, oh, at least, at least some people like us. <laughs> Talking of owls, even though I know you weren't, but I was, I'm Mm -hmm. just going to give some more of our teachings, as I said last week, from our lovely shaman. So, I wanted to give some more information on Lalachusa. As last week, I'm going to read straight from what he's written, so I don't get anything wrong. Okay. Being from Texas and having many Native American family members on my father's side, Lalachusa, literally the owl, is a tremendous collective fear. These are not myths. They are very real. Do wrong to particularly an elderly woman or kind elder at your peril. A Lalachusa can and often will torment you and your entire family. The Earth Mother has scores of such defensive saints. They are not evil nor human-faced. They are justice. You will see a superimposed face of the one you offended in legend. Rarely do they kill. They will injure you badly. You simply have to go to the elder who did not send your owls and apologise and do any kind deed for them to dispel the Earth Mother's justice. Thus, so many millions of stories from smart-mouthed teens. You called the owl on yourself. That's good, isn't it? I love it. I particularly love it, obviously, the teachings as well, because it's like respect your elders. You know, they've already lived life and uh, and they deserve it. I think it's 
very poignant. Yes. Also, he did say to me that when we go out on our, well, night walks and adventures to obviously wear the Jasper. So I fought some Jasper and I'm going to be making a, an anklet to wear on my right leg. Was it? An anklet or the Jasper? What are you wearing on your leg? An anklet. Yeah, it's like a bracelet but for your ankle. What's Jasper? Jasper is a, is a semi-precious stone and um, I was advised to wear it because we're we're sort of really into all of this stuff. Um, it, we can potentially become known to this stuff. Yeah? So we've got to protect ourselves. So I blessed the stones the other day in the sunlight and some water using my power hand. Now, the power hand you can look into if you want to, but it's the hand you use to bless things. And I'm on to the next phase to start making jewellery. I'll put information, I'll put pictures and stuff on social media so everyone can see what we're up to or I'm up to in my makings. Right, enough of the chit chat. Are you ready for the introduction? Duppies in Caribbean law are spirits who are said to rise and roam the earth alongside the living. Most often, they are malevolent and will bring bad luck and misfortune to their victims. Originating from South Africa as part of Bantu folklore, a duppy is either a manifestation of a deceased human or an evil supernatural being. These entities can appear in either human, animal or shadow form and will hunt for their victims at night. In Caribbean law, it is believed that humans have two souls, the spiritual soul, which is given by God, and the earthly, secular soul. Upon death, the spiritual soul will separate from the body and proceed to the other world to await judgment, whilst the earthly soul will remain entombed in the body for three days. During this time, it is wise to take certain precautions and plant down the spirit, lest the soul rise in a plume of smoke after the third day and become a duppy. To plant down the soul, a bush should be buried upside down in the grave with the roots protruding from the earth. This will ensure the soul does not escape. Additionally, a shovel full of dehydrated peas can be thrown onto the coffin, and as long as they do not sprout, this will be enough to keep the transformation at bay. Alternatively, a branch from a silk cotton tree can be placed upon the coffin before burial to trap any restless spirits. Duppies are said to congregate in the roots and branches of the silk cotton tree, and some will endeavour to harness the power of duppies for their own evil purposes. They will mix earth from a grave with rum and peas, and then leave this mixture at the roots of the silk cotton tree. When returning to the tree the next evening, 
they will tell the duppy what to do in an effort to exact pain and suffering on their unfortunate victim. Some OBR practitioners, which is a spiritual practice of the Caribbean islands, are said to control duppies by collecting sodden earth from the grave of the duppy or shavings from their coffins. A practitioner can enslave them in a bottle and set them loose on people to carry out evil. For those unfortunate enough to find themselves the focus of a duppy, they should throw rice, peas or sand, as duppies are compelled to count the grains and you can exercise a duppy from your home by burning cow dung mixed with horn and hoof. There are several types of duppy, such as the rolling calf, who is said to be the soul of an evil person, too evil even for hell, or it could be the soul of a butcher. Rolling calves will take the form of a calf with three legs and fiery eyes, or they could be a hornless goat, a cat, dog, pig, bull or horse with the cat being a particularly vicious form. The rolling calf is one of the most feared of duppies, with the rolling in this context meaning roaring. It wears a chain collar and you will hear this being dragged along the floor. They can be found in bamboo, cottonwoods, caves and even abandoned houses and will venture out on moonless nights to hunt for sugar and molasses. Rolling calves are terrified of the full moon and will try to evade its light. You can also repel rolling calves by making the sign of the cross in front of them ten times, as this will force one to run in a circle ten times, giving their victim time to escape. You can also stick an open knife in the ground or flog them with a tarring whip. Similarly, there is a duppy known as the three-foot horse. This duppy will never attack in darkness, so it can be avoided by staying out of the light of the full moon. It is said to run much faster than an ordinary horse and will kill its victims by blowing hot air at them. It can also be evaded by climbing a tree. The whooping boy is another form of duppy and manifests in the form of a boy with long hair and red eyes. He will also kill by blowing hot air on his prey and as his name suggests, he terrifyingly wanders at night, whooping and wailing all the while. He is at his most dangerous when in the woods, where he can be found dancing on twigs. He is also known to ride the three-foot horse and carry a long whip. The sea mommy is much like a mermaid and is not thought to be malicious. She is known to live in bodies of water where she will comb her hair and play. Unlike the bubbly Susan, or the long bubbly Susan, who is a very grotesque sight. She is very tall, with breasts that hang to the floor. She swings her enormous bosom 
over her shoulders before running at her victims, breathing her hot, stagnant air on them, which will kill them where they stand. The bubbly Susan can be repelled from your home by writing the Roman numeral X on your front door in chalk. So be warned, when walking at night, stay out of the moonlight or stay in the moonlight. Carry a small pouch of rice or peas just in case you have caught the attention of a duppy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I tell you what, my arsenal that I'm going to be carrying around for my night walks is getting bigger and bigger. Because now I'm going to have to put rice or peas in my pocket to stop the duppies. Yeah? Yep. Um, do you know what peas are? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, in the Caribbean, they're not the same as our peas. Mm. Okay? Peas are what we call beans, like red kidney beans and things like that. But I suppose it doesn't really make much difference as long as, as you, you know, as long as you throw them, the duppy will stop and count them and then you can leg it out there stop and count them yeah that's what they do they stop so are you going to start carrying any with you no no (laughs) I am (laughs) I love it Um, you'd have to be really careful though wouldn't you as well because with the rolling path they hate the moon the full moon the light of it but and it could also be a horse it can turn into a horse but the three-foot horse will only attack you in the light. So you'd have to be really careful which one you're dealing with. Because if you went into the light because you thought you had a three-foot horse... No. Yeah, because you thought you had a rolling calf, but it wasn't. It was a three-foot horse. You've had it, mate. Haven't you? You know? I think out of the... All of those... The ones that really frighten me the most are Bubbly Susan or Long Bubbly Susan because that just terrifies me. The thought of her swinging her her boobs over her shoulder and then running at you. That's terrifying. Okay. (laughs) That is terrifying. Or the whooping boy. Uh, because I just imagine something a bit like Grudge, the Grudge, you know? Mm. He's got long sort of hair coming at you, breathing that breath. 
deadly breath <laughs> at you. And it's the noises, like the whooping, the shrieking. Oh, that really makes me shiver. Right. Are you ready for the first story? Yes, I am. A chilling wind had instilled a sense of foreboding in the two men who stood in front of one of many giant gnarly trees. Waiting in anticipation, hoping to bear witness to the unsettling phenomena of the whispering trees of Skull Point in Manchester, Jamaica. Richard, a roving reporter, had been visiting the parish and had overheard a strange tale between the female barkeeper and a male customer whilst visiting a local bar in the area. The woman and man had been discussing some ghostly goings-on at Skull Point and Richard had eagerly awaited for the right time to question the barkeeper. The exchange had piqued Richard's interest, having seen the concern on the woman's face when being told that someone had gone to visit the trees and now he had to know what was going on. She asked, You know Skull Point? And Richard nodded, and the woman appeared pleased. He'd previously heard a rumour that an old church was haunted and had gone to visit. He'd picked up a bad vibe from the whole area, but was keen to investigate more. The woman proceeded to tell him, that the same way the church was haunted by a duppy, so were the trees. The old-timers had said the trees were haunted by a duppy and there was a particularly wicked one at the bottom of the trees and during the night it would whisper. She hadn't been foolish enough to visit herself but Richard knew he had to. And so here he was stood in front of the trees. He'd been joined by Shaky, a goat keeper, who'd been grazing his goats in the area for years. He'd noticed Richard and made his way over, asking if everything was all right, a pleasant smile on his face. Richard went on to tell him the story of the whispering trees and asked if he'd heard of it himself. He'd not and went on to say that he wouldn't be there himself if he had, and stated he'd never heard of any such thing. The trees were in fact odd-looking, and extremely foreboding, unlike anything Richard had seen in Kingston, where he lived. The two men agreed to remain silent, and listened for any sign of the ghostly whispers. The silence, however was frequently interrupted as Shaky had a bad case of the hiccups. Richard encouraged him to try and hold his breath, but this just made for more muffled noises. But after a while, they faded off and they both stood, not making a sound. All Richard could hear was the gentle breeze blowing the trees and he turned to Shaky Maybe that's what people hear at night and think it's the duppies. And as he turned, he could see a look of deep fear and concern on Shaky's face. Shaky quickly muttered that he was leaving. 
Richard was surprised as he thought he'd been enjoying their investigation. But Shaky's response was, I'm old, but I'm not foolish. And he went on to say he was never coming back to be taken off by the tree trunk duppy. And with that, he left the whispering trees to never return. He must have heard something then. He must have heard something. Because he led it pretty much by the signs of it, didn't he? Yeah. He was gone. <laughs> I love these stories. They took... I know there's not... It's not like there's loads going on. And they took me ages to root these ones out because I wanted some really, you know, authentic, duppy stories. Um, so... Both the, the next story and this story were um, written about in a newspaper, Jamaican newspaper. Um, so I've obviously said so that the, these stories are taken from those. So it's one person. Um, the second story is about his visit to the church. Yeah. But we'll get into that in a minute. Because first of all, I want to show you a video. Now, this video is meant to be, and it was on Jamaican News quite a few years ago, but this is meant to be a real duppy attacking a young boy. For everybody else, I'll leave a link in the podcast description so you can have a little look too and let us know what you think. That was interesting. I saw you looked a bit startled at one stage, the first bit. Yeah. Yeah? So what do you think? Think mm. it's real? Yeah, I reckon it could be. I don't yeah. It it's pretty spooky. It makes it makes me really uneasy, that bit. Um do you know, when I was reading up on this, because I wanted initially I was gonna write about this, but there's not really a lot of information to be found apart from the video clips. But uh, when I was reading up apparently he has he's not alive anymore, the young lad. Mm. I mean, he didn't die when he was quite as young, but he would have still been very young. Um, I don't think it was connected to the duppy. I think he might have been shot, but it's, it's like knowing that as well, it just makes it even more, um, it makes me even more uneasy, mm. you know? Because the way, for everybody else, you'll have to watch it, but there's one point where his leg is lifted and it's really quite creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for the second story? Yes, I am. As I said, um, this is connected to the first Duffy story, so let's get into it. Richard stood at the foot of the looming church. Now derelict, it was an ominous sight, but he was determined to find out what was going on at this church, and though apprehensive, He'd come this far, he wasn't about to turn back. He'd stopped briefly on his way to the church in a local shop in nearby Mile Gully. Miss Imogen, the 72-year-old shopkeeper, advised him to stay away from the church as it was infested with duppy and that was the reason it had been abandoned and left to rot at the mercy of the elements. The duppy wouldn't leave the parishioners alone. She then went on to tell Richard the story of Skull Point and how it got its name. 
Legend has it that a slave by the name of James Knight lived in the Lyndhurst estate of the parish of Mild Gully. James, having become a Christian, would often preach to his fellow slaves, which angered his owner, who ordered for James's beheading. The slaves carried out this ghastly act under orders of their owner and proceeded to place James's head on a pole, which was then erected in the community to act as a deterrent and warning to others. The legend states that because of this violent execution and James not receiving a proper burial, he now haunts the area, in particular the old abandoned church. Whether locals have reported hearing ghostly unexplained noises, so here Richard stood, all was quiet around him, but as he stepped forward he heard a vehicle from behind and turning to look, someone yelled at him. Oi, mind the duppy, they run out at you, before disappearing from view. The church had no windows and had been completely gutted. Richard could just make out a cross and a few bits of wood scattered around, but that was it. He proceeded up the steps, his shoes sounding exceptionally loud due to the quietness was a piercing cacophony as he drew nearer, of high-pitched screeching. It was emanating from the darkness, and poking his head through the church doorway, being careful not to step inside, he could make out before him a colony of large bats, flying low, with some coming far too close for comfort. Could these bats be the culprits of the strange noises? He took a number of photographs and then roamed the grounds outside, reading the inscriptions on the tombstones. Feeling he'd solved the mystery of the haunted church, Richard returned home, telling all and sundry that he'd figured out the mystery. Feeling confident in his proclamations, as he had the proof after all, He began to look through the images. In fact, he looked through the images several times and then shuddered involuntarily. Where were the bats? The images he had taken were devoid of any flying mammals. They merely showed captures of the church roof and nothing else. That's weird. Where did the bats go? Mm. There are some pictures for these stories as well. So I'll also leave links to the pictures, um, obviously, because I can't put them on our social media because they'll be copyrighted. Um, but yeah, I really liked those two stories. Like I said, they're not over the top, um, but there's just something spooky about them. And that's why I chase them. What was going on with the bats? I really don't know. I don't know if there's some significance there. Um, Whether the bats, you know, that's like vampires, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but, well, I don't know. I I think I'm going to do a little bit more research. But there's loads of 
Caribbean folklore that I want to have a real look at, you know. Well, there's actually loads and loads all around the world and I get so excited. There's not enough time in the day and my work, work gets in the way of my life. I can tell you, son. Make the most of it whilst you're not working. Yep. (laughs) Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Please leave leave a review and let us know what you would like to hear. Yeah. We will be back again the same time next week with some more spooky stories. Goodbye. Take care, everyone. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.